Fri, hello there, Fex, hello, Creeps, hello, uh, dear listener, dear listener, Jesus, you're a great listener, one of the top 14 listeners of all time. I know a lot of people don't say that to you, but you know, in the quarantine, in the lockdown, it's all about positivity and, you know, keeping the head up and a lot of you are probably with the head down because, um, You've got heavy necks and whatnot. You got big heads and the old heads are drooping forward. And you haven't heard it in a while. Your head hasn't been up, it hasn't been dancing. But here you go. A nice little compliment from me to start today. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. The words are losing. The words are gone. Meaning out the window, logic, pronunciation, um verbs, nouns, adjectives. They they're all it's all pointless. Everything's over. It's all over. But it's a new beginning, you know, it's a podcast random. 157 me Marquez on uh, May 12th, 2020. Is it 12th? Yes, it is. Congratulations. Who cares? It's all the same. It's a big blur. Although it feels... I've seen people be like, do days feel the same? Do they all feel different? Every single day feels um, like the day it should be to me. Does that mean that my brain is better than yours? I don't know. I'm not saying it is, but I'm not saying it's not either. The answer is I think it is. If it feels like a Tuesday, Tuesday, as we said, is the shittiest day because your hope is gone. Monday, you wanted you wanted a hope. It was going to be a good one. The lockdown was going to be over soon. And then Tuesday comes along and you realize, oh, it's going until the end of July, till August, all the way through, huh? Dear God, on a stick of fuck me pink. What? No, God, dear. That was a tough one to take. It's weird because they're, they're such liars, I feel, but maybe not. Who knows? They're like, ah, oh, it's uh, one more week, and you're like dancing. I'm dancing. We're prancing. We're out there on the dance floor. You're not out there physically because you're stuck inside. You're stuck inside, and you're you're going insane. I feel like I'm going insane, and that's nice. You know, it's nice to let go, let loose. I feel like now is a good time to watch Inside Out if you've ever watched it. And you'll start weeping. You'll start weeping during one point. Poor Bing Bong. You'll think of Bing Bong and the tears will flow and it'll all come out and it'll be cathartic and it'll be, uh, you'll be like a butterfly, born again, re-emerging into life. You've got the good cry out there. I wonder how many people cry daily during quarantine. How many never cried? I haven't cried in maybe three years maybe longer who knows it's um there's a the well is dead there's a well inside me but it's dead it's dry the water doesn't gush um maybe i'm not listening to the right music maybe not watching the right movies maybe you're not out there feeling you know if you if you block the feelings off you'll feel <laughs> you'll feel better that's a good plan block the feelings off and bury them deep Put drink onto them, put drink over, cover it, lather your feelings and drink, and bury them at the bottom of that dried out well, where you'll go down and you'll have a little cease, little sit down the well sometimes, and you'll be like, ah, oh, it's dry, I fucked up. <laughs> what if you fucked up? What if you're doing something now that'll fuck up your life? Did you ever think about that? Have you ever been like, ah, fuck, I fucked up my life? Ah, Jesus, not again. I didn't think I would, but I did. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Oh, there's no one to apologize to. I'm sorry, God. Can you forgive me, God? And God's like, nah, you fucked it up too much. You can't even, you can't do anything now. You won't ever taste the sweet taste of honey again. And you'd be like, God, what is honey? I thought for ages honey was bee shit. Why? Because I'm a slow, slow man. 
but apparently it's bee puke, which is nicer. You know, you prefer to be eating puke than shit. That's a well-known theory in the world. Would you prefer to be eating someone's shit or someone's puke? Nine times out of ten, hopefully not eight, hopefully definitely not seven, but nine times out of ten, you would want the answer to be puke. If only we all had puke as sweet as a bee's honey, huh? And that's the place now where I should really try and focus the podcast because God only knows what the fuck this is going on. Just chilling. As I was out getting coffee earlier, got the great news that um, it's going to be locked down in California all the way to August. Where the fuck can we go? <laughs> There's nowhere to go. That's what the most head-wrecking thing is. Going around West Hollywood. The funny thing is there's still whores around West Hollywood. As I was getting coffee earlier, this homeless woman was coming up and you could tell, oh, she's going to try and solicit us. Solicit us for a bit of whore. Whoredom. But we pretended not to speak English because that's what you have to do. You have to defend yourself somehow from the nut jobs who are trying to talk to you and spit germs onto you. So you, you, you walk, you look away, you look away. Like when people see my hair, they look away in dismay. They'll be like, no, what's up with your hair? I wonder how many people went in quarantine. They were feeling good. They had just got their hair done. They'd been working out. They were hitting their peak and now they're in quarantine and they're slowly getting worse. Their peak is over. They're decreasing. They're getting grayer and grayer and about to get ugly and they don't realize it. They know deep down they're unhappy. They're sad. They don't know why. It's because they're getting uglier day by day. If you're listening to this, it's probably you I'm talking to. So that's nice. This is a wake-up call. It's like having sex with me. That's a wake-up call too. Time to change. turn your life around. If you've slept with me, oh, turn that bus right around and drive me back home because you've made a wrong turn. You've made a wrong turn, Betsy. You've made, you've made an awful decision with your life and now it's time to leave. And on that bus home, you gotta, you got to think about your life and how you fucked it all up and if, uh, how to make it better. And uh, one thing is to get as far away from my place as possible. That's a, that's a good strategy, I feel. Turn around, get the bus back to Venice and be like, God almighty, what am I doing? How did I, God, what? No, no, Jesus, say it ain't so. Jesus will say, it, uh, it is so. It is so, and you've, you've done it. You've... Remember when you used to take buses? I can't remember last time. Remember you'd be out there on bus life? Did you ever get so drunk? One time I was so drunk, um, I was waiting for my Uber, and uh, a bus pulled up alongside me, and I just got on the bus. I thought that was the Uber. I thought that was the logical progression. I was in an unfamiliar place. wasn't someone's house I was usually at. Got on the bus. I probably thought I was back in Ireland, riding the bus home in Ireland from school, from college, wherever you were going. You took the bus. The bus was a sweaty place. You'd be sweating like a whore. It was rainy outside. It was humid inside the bus. You'd just be sweating, sweating, dripping everywhere, big puffy head in you. Everyone's looking ugly. Everyone looking like they were living 24-7 in quarantine. That's what the bus is like in Ireland. You're just looking ugly. You, It's not good lighting. You don't want to take a date on there. You don't want to meet a girl you like on the bus because you be like god we both look ugly and then you realize oh, i'm a shallow piece of shit i thought i liked her but lo and behold i didn't i thought she ticked the three boxes but she didn't did i ever tell you about the three box theory i came up with in college and it's a great theory because it is uh, illogical but here's the theory we were used to saying 
in college that a, a girl would have to tick the three boxes, the three box, the rule, the magical three boxes. First box was she'd have to be sound and nice logical box a logical one second box was that she would have to be beautiful that was actually the first box if we're being honest about it because beauty comes <laughs> beauty comes for australia in in the eyes you know you see someone you'd be like ah she's beautiful so that was box one box two where she was sound and cool um and then the third box was that special box that you couldn't describe but it was just ticked or it wasn't it was either the magic or it wasn't and it's very vague. So you could go your whole life. You could go your whole life being like that third box isn't ticked. It's not tickerood. And if it's not tickerood, then I can't. She's not the girl for me. There's no magic. The magic isn't there. Ticks the other two boxes, though. Other two boxes full of ticks. Tickety tick tock tick. But the third box, then someone will be like, what's that third box? And you'll say, I don't know. It's a vague magic one. And they'll say, okay, <laughs> you're going to die alone. And you'll be like, okay, but at least at least, I didn't settle. <laughs> Would you prefer to die alone or settle? I feel like that's marriage. Marriage is like, I don't want to die alone, let's do it. Unless you find the three boxes. Very rare. It's very rare. Although maybe it's not. Maybe it's just rare in someone's life. You don't have the boxes. But anyway, one time... That's the tree box from university story. Great story. Thank you. Uh, but I was, yeah, drunk at this house. And then I was leaving and I was waiting for the Uber to ride home. And a bus came and I took a bus and I thought I knew where I was going. And I was drunk and it was probably like 11 in the morning. And I just took the bus in the wrong direction away from home. I definitely got on that bus thinking the bus was somehow going to drop me home to my doorstep. Instead of taking me the opposite direction of where I wanted to go. Um, and then you you just ride the bus. And then the bus takes a couple of wrong... Takes a couple of a left turn and then another left turn. And now you're on the way to God only knows where. No one has a fucking clue where you are. And you're like, what? Oh, Jesus, no. Where am I? I'm going wrong. And then you're on the bus. And then you get off a bus and you're like, where the fuck am I? And you see a familiar street and you'll be like, okay, I know the street. But you don't realize that you're 10 miles away from where you thought you were. I remember I took like four buses to get home. At one point I was standing on the bus. I was getting a sunburn. <laughs> bus stop sunburn. And um, I just remember being roasting. And there was a woman at the bus, a homeless woman. And... Uh, she was saying something in Spanish to me and I didn't understand what she was saying. And there was a dude with one leg there and he had like a, a pusher thing that he got him around one leg and a pusher. And he put the stump on, on the saddle of the pusher and then he would use his good leg to push himself along. Um, and they were saying something and then the woman showed me her boob. She flashed me her boob at the bus stop. Around noon, maybe 1 p.m. at this point, who knows, on the bus journey. And I got a boob, and then the dude with one leg said something to me. And it was all in a language I didn't know, and I was just standing there saying nothing, just kind of drunk and hung over at the same time. And I was just waiting for the bus home, and um, didn't know where the bus was going to. And then I was getting aggressive uh, tones and almost an altercation with the one-legged man. 
while his woman, maybe not his woman, maybe the woman he wanted to marry. Maybe, maybe, maybe she ticked all the three boxes for him. Now I understand why he got so aggressive that time. There's this woman, um, and she she was beautiful to him. She was sound. She was nice. They both spoke Spanish, and maybe that was the third box for both of them. They both spoke Spanish, so they were uh, in deeply in love. And then I come along, and I'm standing in the bus stop, which is unheard of, really, in L.A., unless you're mostly homeless and I get the sunburn red tan and then she flashes me a boob I would be angry too so I don't hold anything against the one-legged man <laughs> the one leg I've gotten in too many altercations but one-legged men it's very odd there was a time I was waiting for another uber in Hollywood this dude in a wheelchair was just I don't know what, he just pinpointed me, trying to fight me, he stood up, he had only one leg, I did what anyone would do, he stood up and he pushed and I pushed him back and he fell into his wheelchair and I scuttled away, I scuttled away, away from the man with one leg and you'd think that would be my only one-legged tail, but no, I've got two, two dumb stories and that's how you know you fucked up your life when you've two stories about um, one-legged men. <laughs> that's when you know okay something's gone wrong and um should i fix it no it's too late now you're in a quarantine now nothing can be fixed it can only get worse like jesus my ac boss last week what a time what a bad time to be alive i thought living in west hollywood west hollywood's a good name or we ho is a good name for west hollywood because i feel like everyone here is a hoe so we are all hoes. The amount of women that I'll be chatting to, and they'll be like, oh, can you send me money? And be like, what? Why? Be like, oh, send me money. You'd be like, huh? Be like, yeah, this isn't for free. You're like, ah, oh, God. God, can we not? Is really? Really? I met you at Trader Joe's. I met you down at Ralph's. You want money now just for chatting? God. Oh, Jesus. How much? How much? <laughs> how much should I send you there now for a flash of the boob? You know, you miss be, you, I miss being out there meeting whores. I miss being out there out and about. That seems to be my speciality, fighting one-legged men, um, getting sunburns at bus stations and uh, and getting chatted up by whores. That's, you know, you got to be out there living your life, and that's the life that apparently I used to live. Now I just, I miss my friends, but I also miss, I miss rubbing my eyes in public, to be honest. I'll be out now and my eyes will get itchy and I'm like, don't do it, don't touch it. Because I'll pour some fucking, whatever this stuff is called, Purell. I'll pour Purell right into my eyeball just to save myself from the old corona. <coughs> oh dear, right in cue there's a cough. Do I have it? Please God, no. Um, but yeah, my fucking, my... AC bus last week, which is awful. Wouldn't recommend it, especially if it was like 90 degrees all week. It'll be 90 degrees in LA. And you could be drinking water and people be like, that's the water you drink? Ew, you're going to get cancer. And you're like, it's a bot. What? Come on. Come on. You really? They're like, yeah, get away from me, you peasant. And you'd be like, okay, go eat your fucking um, overnight oats, you... You far, far peasant. You don't even know you're a peasant. Not a far peasant, but you never know what it is. I can't remember. 
But yeah, AC and then all right, so my AC bust. AC repair dude, he comes the first day and he's like, Oh, I need to get a part. I have to get a compressor. Here's the thing I don't have a clue about AC units, no clue at all. I knew compressor was the first thing that probably it was. I don't even know what a compressor is, but if you say anything's broken, you'd be like, the compressor needs fixing, you'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Say, what happened to your car? Ah, the compressor needs something. You'd be like, ah, oh, not the compressor again. Yeah, sure, those compressors are always going. What year is it? Yeah, that's the compressor. That's Sure, yeah, that's the compressor. I it hard. So he comes first day, no compressor. It comes the second day, it's not the compressor. So that's my bad. <laughs> that's my bad now. That wasn't on him. That was me getting it wrong. He goes, no, it's not the compressor. I was wrong, even though my job is an AC repairman and there's not too many components, I imagine. it was. A, I got it wrong. It wasn't the compressor. I fucked up and now you're delayed. I know it's the hottest week of the year. You're like 90 degrees in, inside and I was like, no, no, I don't. I'm going to sweat like a whore. It's going to be like I was on a bus back in Ireland, but 24 times worse. I hope you're happy. Now I'm going to be coming out of quarantine looking ugly. Gonna, I hit my peak and then my AC broke and now I look like a, a disgusting puffy rat. Is that what you want? Well, happy, happy birthday. That's what you got. And then my landlord was like, I don't know what to do. He'll be back Thursday. And you're just like, how the fuck am I meant to sleep? It was 84 degrees in my apartment. And I was there like, I couldn't figure out, do you open the windows or close the windows? Do I kind of create a draft or do I keep the cold air in because I have two fans? But are the fans just blowing hot air around? What is the best concoction? And everyone would be like, no, keep it, keep the fans on and close the windows and that'll keep it cold. And some people be like, no, you got to create a fan. You got to create a draft. You got to open all the windows and then the draft will go through the apartment and you'll be good to go. And I'm like, no, this is making any sense. So I had everything open and then I had the fans going and it seemed to just be blowing hot air inside into me, onto me. And I couldn't take it. So I had to break into the apartment next door and that was empty. It's been rented out. Um, but the AC worked. So now I was a squatter, a professional squatter. And that's when I knew I hit. I hit the top. It was the peak of my career when I became a professional squatter. And I'm lying on the floor of an empty apartment. It's tough to hang out in an apartment when it's fully empty. Because you're just going to stand against the kitchen counter. You're going to sit down on the wooden floor. I found a bedroom with some carpet. I lay down. I brought in my iPad. I watched some Sopranos. I was watching Sopranos on the floor. And um, just like hit a real nice low point uh, in life when you're like, do I sleep here on the floor? I can't drag a bed in. It'll it'll be too cumbersome. People will get wind. I got to sneak in and sneak out of this apartment now. This is my new summer apartment. Next door is my winter apartment because it gets too hot in the summer. And now you're sneaking around, sneaking in. And I'm like, shit, do I sleep here? No, it's going to hurt my hips just a disastrous time and then i'm telling myself oh i swear to god um i'm gonna be a better human being when my ac is back that is one thing uh that's definitely gonna happen because i was hitting the low point and i was ready to complain and then i got a delivery in the post a delivery came to my winter house and it was anne frank's diary i forgot that i had ordered that 
and I was about to complain about how tough it was for me to be stuck inside, stuck indoors, you know, it was a tough time. No one else has felt my plight, stuck indoors with no AC, and I'd say, uh, no one else has it worse, and then that book came along, and I said, ah, okay, okay, someone else can relate to my plight, and Frank. She, she can, yeah, she knows. I haven't read the book yet, but I, I imagine it's very similar. We're just, uh, we're two icons, um, and we're just squatters hiding, hiding inside, squatting. I was like a crackhead, just turning on the AC, just being like, oh, baby, come to me, come to me. <coughs> I could see, like, having no AC and it's roasting outside, I could definitely see how people would start protesting bullshit because they're just overheated. They need some cold air in their lives. I wanted to protest. I didn't know who. Compressors. I wanted to get out there on the streets and just complain about someone to someone and feel better and be sweating, but with people sweating and coughing the virus on each other and, you know, spreading the virus around and making this worse and making us all stay in until fucking the end of July. That's all I wanted to do because I had no AC, so maybe that's what these people want. They just live indoors and they don't have AC pumping and all they want is a bit of cold air. Don't, isn't that what we all want? A little bit of cold air and a nice little uh, six foot away hug and then we'll be dancing. Otherwise, no wonder people are angry. I can also see how women would marry for fucking money. Oh, in a flash. If, they did, if, if I was a woman and I didn't have AC and some rich dude came along, oh, Take me, whisk me off your, my feet. Whisk away, buddy. The whisk away, I'm down to be whisked. The whisk me up, whisk me up, baby. Uh, I'm ready to sell out. I, I thought I was in here for the three, the three box. Uh, but no, this is the three boxes. Unless that's it. Looks out the door. They don't really matter. He looks fine. That's okay. Um, sound, he's sound enough. He he's alive that's sound enough for me but most importantly the third box he's got a lot of money and he has ac now i understand why women do it they want to get away from the low lives and they want to reach higher i fully get it now that i had no ac having no ac will make you desperate and it'll make you lie to yourself <coughs> like the amount of lies i told myself oh once this is over I love lying to God too. I realized you just like God. Please help me, God. If you bring this, in, if you bring it back, God, I'll be a good person. I swear to God, God, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna change my life around. When it happens, the AC comes back. The lies. I'll be productive, God. I'm gonna be productive, and I'm gonna live life to the fullest. I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna be a, a real man. I'm gonna be someone who's never on a bus fighting one-legged men while women with uh, floppy tits are showing me their boobs. No, not me, God. I'll be out there and i'll be living life i'll I w i'll never eat bee shit again god please I'll, I'll protect the bees um can you please just bring the ac back and then the ac came back <coughs> it's funny too they're like oh he's coming at 8 a.m so i was like cool so i slept at the apartment next door and then the ac comes and then they're like it's gonna be a six-hour job you're like oh dear god can I survive? Whose dick do I have to suck to get some fucking to get some AC back in the game? 
do I have to get the corona or do I have to give the corona? People in LA too are such liars. The amount of people have told me a while ago that they had corona. They've described the symptoms to me, how it felt, how it was so sore, so tough. And now they're telling me that they didn't have corona because they got the antibody test and they came back negative. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I never had it. So, you know, it's okay to be around me. And you're like, but you told me the opposite before. And it's like, why are you lying? For the attention. Now I will lie if someone has AC. I'll say, why did you have it? You did? Me too. Now let me in. Let me in the door because I'm not taking a fucking bus into the valley ever again never again you you gotta live i'd like to say i, I learned by my mistakes but i haven't i remember one time a girl invited me over to her house she was like hey come over i miss you and um she's like let's go booze and let's have fun and we'd fool around before and i was like oh she must she must want sex she's back in the game don't know where she went uh back in the game she was like yeah pick up booze let's go picked up some booze went over there you know ate some mints you know because you don't have bad breath before sex you know and um went over there and it was her and her boyfriend <laughs> her and her dude and she wanted to introduce me to her dude to show him how funny i was and then we're all chatting and i'm just standing there now in the kitchen of their house and they're like do you want to come out of to the old patio and we got to their their patio and it's a i'm like fuck <laughs> i can't leave can i can i leave can i go am i stuck and you're like oh shit i'm stuck and then i just got stuck there talking to this girl and her boyfriend and it's just like oh oh okay oh i misread this fully oh dear god and anyway, long story short, that happened a couple of times to me. I've been duped and fooled. And who's to blame? I blame Jesus. You know I blame God. I'm going to blame God from now on. Um, I'll be like, never again is that going to happen to me. And then it'll happen. And uh, I'll fucking be like, ah, oh, shit, it happened again. There we go now. There we go. I didn't realize that. Um, I didn't realize that that would actually happen again but there it is like i was talking to someone about getting duped on craigslist and the amount of times i've been duped one time when i first got to la i needed something to get around in so i bought a truck i said i'd buy a truck i was looking for a car and i found this truck and the pictures were immaculate it's beautiful white truck ford cool the american dream i just got here i'm gonna be living like a king i'll be i'll be successful and rich and famous soon so you know spend the money because you gotta spend money to make money you know that great saying you gotta spend money to make money but i've been spending money on t-shirts and uh, jordans for years now and they have not made me money but anyways this dude came up and he was selling me this truck and he was like giving me ah perfect beautiful blah 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 he shows up it looks like a, i got catfished it looked like a fucking if, if the truck was miss malibu i got some old ukrainian hooker who was 67 years older than i was told and not looking well and her skin was yellowy and she was floppy and broken and not the woman i was told was coming to meet me this was no miss malibu this was miss ukraine runner-up 
100 place in the runner-up system. It was not good. And the dude goes, oh, yeah, it looks a bit different than the pictures, huh? And I said, it fucking does. I don't think I want to buy it. He said, but you said you would. And I said, yeah, but I thought it was something else. And he started He started putting on the tears. He started putting on the old, you, you, you said you'd buy it, and you said you'd bring me home after it, please. I need this. I need the money for a hip replacement. And he was waddling. So I was like, all right, I don't think he's lying about that. And the fucker guilt tripped me into buying it. And I bought it. I bought this shitty old bucket. A real piece of shit. And then it's fucking noisy. It was brutal. So hot. It's dropping back to Long Beach somewhere. He made me drop him behind the church. I paid him money behind the church. Felt grubby. Felt like I was being molested. <coughs> he molested the money off me. And... um. I drove it home and two days later it just kept breaking down. It was it needed gas or petrol. Kept running low. I don't know what the fuck was happening. There was a load of tickets owed on it. He owed parking fines. He owed tax. He fucking never registered it. It was a arm and a leg. And I got swindled, dwindled, beaten, beaten by this man. He won. He mentally beat me. He guilt tripped me and he beat me off the field. And I said never again will I get Will that happen to me? I'll never be duped again. And you know, long story short, I've been duped so many times. It's it's concerning. It's something people are like. Do you have brain issues? And I said, you know, perhaps I do. Duped women invite me over. I think it's for sex. It's not. It's to show their boyfriend that I'm funny. <laughs> That's such a weird fucking thing. And everyone thinks it's normal except for me. And everyone's just being normal. And I'm just like okay and they're like ha, so any jokes and you're like i hate this i hate this with a passion um i hate this like rejection do you ever get your ego ego hurt is hilarious too i feel like i'm um, being rejected do you ever get rejected by someone that you're not you're like oh i the third box wasn't there it wasn't a, a third box thing and the rejection happened and your ego is just like, oh, you're fucking, you're, you're, you're bad, you're beaten, you're a piece of shit. You got rejected. You deserve that. You get, if you ever, I, I feel like being ghosted is, is overrated or underrated, sorry. Being ghosted is great. You're out. They leave you alone. They don't tell you that you're a piece of shit as a human being. They don't tell you they've given up. They can't hack you anymore. They don't, <coughs> they just stop replying to disappear. You were like, maybe they died. Maybe that's why she's never replying to me anymore. The poor lady died. Um, I feel like yeah, more people should ghost. It's not bad. If ever you've been ghosted to, I have a good trick. You should text the woman, be like, vaguely compliment a photo that she posted. Be like, I like that photo you posted. And she'll ask straight away, which one? <laughs> Right away, they'll be like, which one did you like? Tell me. Tell me now which one. And you'll be like, oh, that one. You'll be like, show me. Everyone wants a specific compliment, unless they're mentally stronger than you. But a lot of people won't be. So if you've been ghosted, just vaguely compliment the photo, and you'll be back in the game. It's better than being um, told. Okay, here are some things I don't like about you. 
And this is why I won't be texting you again. And you're just like, ah, what? No, 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 no. I don't want the honest truth. I want to be fobbed to. I don't want to know that I'm not a great person. Not worth the effort. Just go with me. Disappear. Do a Casper. Out the window. Out the door. Just leave me be. I do. One time I regret... um. I had this uh, woman, this old roommate, asked me, she was like, she was like, you, she, I thought she was honest, but she was just kind of a bitch too, it just took me a while to figure it out, but she was like, uh, you need to learn how to enunciate and to like speak so that audiences understand you more, and I was like, okay, yeah, I've got that note before, and she's like, yeah, because no one understands you and you look awful up there, and I was like, okay, she's kind of funny. English, she's got, she's, she's, there's something about her, there's a bit of vavavouche, whatever the fuck it's called. And she goes, um, a friend that died, she was like, you should come give a speech at his funeral. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you gotta get up there and give a speech at this guy's funeral. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> are you on about? She was like, there, there, there's your, there's your, um, there's your test. Are you going to do it or no? And I was like, of course I'm not going to fucking do it. You want me to go give a fucking speech to some guys? Imagine showing up and I'm just like, hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm the only white person here too. Uh, let me talk about Trevor. Trevor was an okay man, you know. I feel bad that he died. Um, oh, he was a pedophile. Oh, shit. Okay, well, then, you know, mixed feelings. We got mixed feelings now for Trevor. He he died and some people are upset and how did he oh he died of corona, my bad. You know, he didn't he didn't listen to the to the doctor's art. My buddy <laughs> the buddy beat corona, he had it. And he was like, Yeah, I felt like the flu and I was like, How'd you get over it? He was like wanking and vitamin C, doctor's orders. <laughs> so if you're out there and you have corona and you want to know how to beat it, just keep on masturbating. Keep masturbating, and um, you'll get there in the end, and keep drinking orange juice, <laughs> just orange juice to masturbation, non-stop, rotate to, keep going, keep going, and then you'll either survive it, or you'll you'll die. Either you'll see your loved ones again, or, or you won't. I do kind of regret not going to that funeral and giving a speech, because it would have been mental. Um, imagine I panicked and I started singing at a funeral that I didn't know the person. Dear Trevor, we miss you like the moon and the stars. Dear Trevor, we miss you. You've gone so far. Oh, Trevor, you pedo with your bald head. Dear Trevor, you pedo, now you're fucking dead. And everyone would clap and be like, yeah, he was a pedo, but he's dead. <laughs> he's out the door, he's gone. I feel like if ever you're at a funeral, it's not going well, just start singing. That's a great tip, start singing. Same for if you're at a date. If you're at a first date, it's not going well. Break into song. Women love song. Women love song. If there's not a truer phrase than that, it's that women love song. Imagine you another good tip. If you're on a first date, it's not going well. Just tell her tell her you love her. Be like, 
I know, look, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous and it's not going well. I, I love you. <laughs> I'm going to try and do, I haven't done any of those Zoom or FaceTime dates. I'm going to do one now. Just be after 22 minutes of the Zoom date going disastrously bad, poorly, awful, horrendous, awkwardness. You're just revealing secrets you don't like. You're like, I, I love you. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? You end up dead. You're like Trevor. Poor Trevor. As you end up in a relationship. And if you're a guy, I feel like guys, I said this before, I'll say it again. Guys should like pay, pay their girlfriends some money just for making them a better person. I feel like there's no way. If a guy went out with a girl for a month, he's going to be a better person than when they started. She'll probably be worse. She'll be more cynical, heartbroken. She'll hate men. She'll settle for someone that she wanted the three box rule, but she said, no, I met this guy, Daniel, and he's, he, he broke me. He was a mental case. He, he's just illogical. His apartment didn't make any sense. There was nothing good. He fooled me, and then he duped me, and I thought I could change him. I could fix him, and I didn't, and now I'm worse. And Daniel, on the other hand, will be like, ah, it's much better now, you know? <laughs> my life i'm better as a person she improved me and she helped me and um for that i thank her well i think you should pay her pay her off money pay her and um pay her for all the help she did she might have given you tips around the house she helped she improved your house she made it better she made it more cleaner better looking one time a girl um she was like i have some chairs do you want them for your apartment and they were like these brand new chairs and i said okay it sounds good she came to me and uh so i had uh, like two new chairs and then i got two more new chairs so i had four new chairs in my apartment and i already had chairs and a dining room table and all this stuff but i had four new chairs and then two days later she texts me and she's like i don't want to talk to you anymore uh, I'm, I'm going up with someone else and you're like okay Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, preferred if you would ghost me, you know, we discussed this in the podcast. I prefer how you ghosted me. You didn't have to tell me how you hate the way how I sound when I breathe. <laughs> that would be just funny if you ended up with someone and then eventually you hate how they breathe. Like that, you just want them to die. That's the next step. I hate how you breathe. I wish you'd stop breathing. Death, I wish death upon you. I wish you were like Trevor. Oh, Trevor with the bald head. And now he's dead. Um, and then after that girl gave me the chairs and I was like, yeah, I don't talk to you anymore. I was like, did she just give me chairs so that in my apartment it would s there would be empty chairs and would feel a bit more lonely? <laughs> just the fact, look at all these chairs and you've known to sit in the chairs now with you. You're all alone with these new chairs and your old chairs. You really need eight chairs and it's just you. You really need all these seats and it's you on your own. And you're like, was I duped? Was I? If so, you know, you have to, you have to admire it. If not, very odd. Very odd. But yeah, I feel like dudes should pay women. Just if they, if they date them and they go out with them and they improve them. Just give him a little goodbye present. Give him a little sign off. Pretend you're in the mafia. Thank you for your service. Um, you're out of jail. Here you go. Here's a payoff. Just pay him off. I feel like it's a it's a fair swap. 
I don't know if women are improved a lot by men. I would say no. If you disagree right in, let me know. Do you agree or disagree? I've never met a... Every dude I know, every guy I can think of right now, they're better because of their girlfriends. Every girl I'm like, ah, she'd probably be... <laughs> she'd probably be better off without him, huh? <laughs> she'd probably... She'd probably be better off, you know. She wouldn't be bringing up a child. <laughs> Man-child. Um, yeah, she deserves a little payoff. <laughs> Pay her off and let her go. Let her leave. Let her leave quarantine. Free and happy, full of life, full of joy, the vive, full of. Uh, let her have some petty orgasms. What are they called? Le petit mord, the French word. Let her have orgasms in life. Stop making her fake orgasms, Daniel. Um, give her some money and let her go. <laughs> but also not all women some are pretty nuts too to be honest like there was one woman before I remember she was telling me she was like you know you're not that talented you're not as talented as you think you are and you'll never be a success you'll never reach any level of success so really I'm the best you'll ever do so uh, it's now or never do you want me to be your girlfriend? <laughs> Which is a great plan, really. You know, knock them down, beat them up mentally, put them down, beat up their fucking confidence, attack the ego, break the man. And then hopefully, his, and she's like, I got good AC. Remember, tell, she was telling me that, and I was like, what the fuck is happening here? What is going on? It's like the person, the other woman asking me, do you want to give a speech at a funeral of some guy you don't know? Or me showing up to a door, thinking I'm there for sex, carrying a six-pack of Guinness. Lo and behold, I'm there to meet the boyfriend. <laughs> so that's, I suppose, there's, there's the, uh, the proof that I'll never change, that I'm stuck for life being a fucking idiot. And... Uh, that's that's a good place to end the podcast. There we go, people. You know, this is a great one. Yeah, real, real high low. Real, uh, oh Jesus, real therapy, real joy, real fucking treat. If any questions, hit me up. Twitter at Trickadoo, Instagram at the Marquez. Um, I'm doing some Zoom shows. If you want to come on every Saturday, at 7 p.m. LA time. Me and my buddies this week: Crystalia, Rappaport, Ian Edwards, Jackson McQueen some special guests too i just gotta get them to confirm you never know who's gonna be on you dirty horse so hit me up if you want to buy a ticket come along because i thought they were going to end soon but no we're going to be doing them all the way through till august oh that's not depressing at all i'm gonna go on a zoom date with a girl i think or a facetime date um because what else is there you know i used to mock these things and then the minute i mock something i end up embracing it so i'm gonna mock success next you know success is a poor man's game it's a dirty whore of a game and i don't want any part of it i'd be a loser only losers are successful so i can't wait now till i embrace success all right goodbye good talk good talk go on good do good talk good do